short and dense The other tall and dumb Really mediocre dudes Who know how to set the mood So come on in The water feels great You're sliding into hot tub talks With the average chase and one more time welcome this is the hot tub talks we are the average jays my name is jared i am uh if i think some people might know this already but i am karaoke kent (laughs) okay so i'm with karaoke kent over here and we're just chilling uh yet again we're in 102 or for those international we're at around uh 38.9 degrees celsius not as ballin but just almost as cool doesn't sound as great as 102 but yeah i just we gotta do the conversion i'm glad we use fahrenheit um as always you know we're in the hot tub having a good time we encourage you all to come kick it with us if you do hear maybe some leaves in the background it's because we're outside and there's a little bit of a wind yeah and we got a rabid dog right on our tail yeah our, our dog's eating some twigs in the background but that's just the price you pay for tuning into hot tub talks yeah, you know no, that's that's the price you pay for actually cornering a market that's Amen. not really available and we're so. not trying to play you by doing a podcast indoors yeah no 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 never this would we all, do that all honest here so welcome and let's get it fucking started word of the week is fugacious fugacious let's get some audio please Fugacious. Whoa. <laughs> I was this not guy, expecting that. Okay, this guy, he's staying, dude. He's not getting fired. That's a fire electric output of words. Let's hear it again, huh? I like him. Fugacious. Hey, he Fugacious. hits Fugacious. Fugacious. Yeah. This guy, this guy's here to stay. So fugacious is an adjective. It means lasting a short time. So put in a sentence, um... My sex life is pretty fugacious, or um, this podcast is not fugacious, as in this is episode 14, that's 14 weeks. 14 long, hard, cold, hot, sunny, dark weeks, you know? But some great weeks. Some great fucking weeks. Some of the best weeks. I look forward to this every week, and I hope you as listeners do too, but um, episode 15, next week's. That's a staple for us, because what's that stat? The 95% of podcasts don't make it past episode 15? It could be. I will share that fact next week, obviously, but I think it's either 95 or 90. So we're getting there. And, and then we kind of have to put out week 16, obviously, to break that shit. Right. We're not stopping at 15, yeah. but, you know. You making, know, things uh, are on the up. Okay, so let's um, – we, we do have to go over some things real quick. Um, Brandon Gertz is still kicking ass, still taking names, and is still the undisputed official athlete of Hot Tub Talks. God bless that, man. Okay, so go follow him on social media. Brandon Gertz, MMA, Instagram. He's on Twitter. Go follow that guy. Say what up on behalf yeah. of Hot Tub Talks. Yeah, catch him in the cage, you know, send him highs, send him love. I would not catch him in the cage, though. That nah. He's, He's a seasoned veteran. Yeah, that guy's a grizzled vet. He's a he's a he's a killer. Yeah, stone cold trained. Killer. That's why he's on our squad. Another thing, I'm just blasting through these real quick just to get everyone caught up. Um, Justin Foster. Hell yeah! I'm so happy you actually did this oh, research. Listen, um, I wouldn't recommend to anyone doing research on Justin Foster because homeboy's in big trouble. Uh, One million dollar bond. What he did was extremely rude and inconsiderate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just I mean, disrespectful. No, it was flat out. 
It really was. And his jail time should not be fugacious. Okay. In my mind. Okay. What he did was completely wrong. And I'm glad that you already, you said you cut your dick off? Yeah, it's been gone since I was about, I actually did it when I was before my 13th birthday party. Good. Um, garden shears, I don't really want to get into it. But right. but it was on purpose. Yeah, right? self-inflicted, right. 100%. So I would encourage because all of, of you male yeah, listeners. Stories like this, bro. Yeah, exactly. You know? While you still have the freedom to do so, go ahead and chop that thing off. Yeah, I'm not going to be another one of our boy Foster's victims. No, we don't want to be victims here. So go ahead and, you know, get that done immediately. And then um, last but not least, the infarction of the ponds. I did just a little bit of digging. To be honest, none of it really makes sense to me, but an infarction? I Googled it today, to be honest. Did you? Yeah. And it's, uh, let me guess. Let's see if we're on the same page. So what I Googled, I just Googled, or I Googled definition of infarctuated or infarct, whatever it was. Infarction. Infarction. And it's when... You lose blood to organs or tissues. Amen. It's to plug up or medically to block blood from reaching tissues. God bless. Wow. Um, and so like a, a heart attack is called a myocardial infarction. And a stroke. Yes. Did you read about the strokes? I did. Yeah. So, yeah. And then the pons is part of the upper brainstem along with the medulla oblongata. God bless. W- what's it called? Blain dubla goblin bleeda. <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, so they, they're, um, the pons is responsible for sensory roles, such as hearing, equilibrium, taste, facial expressions, so something you don't want Damn. to have been infarcted. That's that's a bummer, dude. Yeah. That, that thing's pretty high in the CEO. That's like the CEO of your brain almost. Oh, yeah. No, no it's, it's, it's one of the main control centers, guy, I would say. Yeah, that guy's high up there on the... On the what's the word I'm looking for? The the totem pole of sure, abilities. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corporate chart is what yeah, I wanted yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah. You want your pawns on your corporate team. You yeah. don't want it to be limited or yeah. infarcted. Exactly. Okay, so I'm spacing on words here, but you get the idea. Yeah, you know, but who is it? You know. Yeah. Anyways, last week's challenge. Yeah, uh, just murdered it last week. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'd... sure of. Not, not sure if there's more to say. No, just we we got up on stage and we fucking it. killed it. Also, I did want to note, shout out to the opener. Um, that guy was a beautiful soul. So there's something, it was when I, we were there and we're chilling, and there I saw two things that kind of made me just smile, okay? First things first was there was this one guy, old guy, was all alone. He ordered a meal. He ate his meal. Gets up on stage, sings his song. A beaut- uh not just a song. No, this is a, the a symphony. Different guy. Different oh, guy. Oh, oh. Okay. Okay. So just ready? My bad. So this guy eats his meal, goes up on stage, sings his song, oh, yeah. pays his bill, leaves. <laughs> Other guy, same thing. Shows up, gets on stage, sings his song, and leaves. And it's just something peaceful about that i don't know man of simple pleasures i don't know what it is but it's just like the the second guy was it took him longer to get on stage than it did to sing his symphony yeah that's how old he was it it took a little bit yeah but it's just like dude that's like something he probably loves to do he's out there doing it he's getting after it he could be a fucking sponsor as far as i'm concerned there's a lot of loyal loyal people up in that building people enjoy singing in front of other people to me it kind of scared the shit out of me even though there was only like 20 25 people there 
dude, I mean, it was beautiful, though. Like, uh, half those guys are, like, just guys who like to go up and sing. Yeah. And there's something cool that they actually, like, go and do what they like. But and um, we obviously didn't do it for that reason. No, so we changed the vibe up a little bit with yeah, 50 Cent yeah, coming in there. we threw it down, though. I mean, we got into it. It was like uh, John Mayer in, like, Wonderwall, and then all of a sudden it's 50 Cent yeah. all up in that motherfucker. It was, it was good shit, dude. The verses get pretty quick, but the chorus... No doubt, we absolutely can. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. Maybe we'll do it again. I hope so, man. I'll be there. All right, um, so we have a current event and a wiki quickie coming up. Uh, before that, we just got to plug an ad. Let me pull it up here real quick. Um, so we as Hot Tub Talks are a proud sponsor of the Kitty Pool Podcast. Oh, my fucking God. Dude, they're trolling. Are you fucking kidding me? They got us. They got us. What the fuck? Fucking game set match right there, dude. Can't, dude, I can't. They paid us for that. I have to read it. Yeah, well, duh. God damn now it. Now we're plugging. That son uh, of a bitch. We might move down the charts, but you know. That son of uh, This is going to kill me. All right, well, uh, it's a pretty quick one. Tune in Mondays and Thursdays. Oh, fuck. fuck. For hard-hitting news and content that's actually funny. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Uh-huh. Follow us at Kitty Pool Podcast and visit our website at kittypoolpodcast.com. Oh, you got a fucking website? We're sleeping on that one. Um, P.S. Your hot tub smells kind of funny today, huh? And there's a shrug emoji. <laughs> oh, what I the? the same shit, dude. I thought you farted. No, no. Serious? And you know what's fucked up? Is that guy's, he's the guy who cleans the hot tub. I know, he does the maintenance. Dude, this whole thing has been fishy. This whole, I knew, bringing us the booze, you know, being really nice, saying kind, like, hey, neighbor, how you doing? All this kind shit. Right. He's trying to fucking get us. He's after us. I'm paranoid. (laughs) I'm paranoid. I'm a little bit upset that I read that, but I had to. Oh, yeah, he paid us money, and it's an early spot once again. It's an early spot. Let's get into the current event. Uh, That kind of made me sick. It's okay. Um, You got it? Yeah, we'll call him and plug an ad. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this is like kind of a long story, but I'm going to try to make it a little bit shorter. But this is all due to the Mega Millions being fat as fuck and everyone's talking about it. So yep. I did a little research. Okay. And there's this guy named Steven Mandel, okay? He was a Romanian accountant and part-time mathematician on the weekends. Sure, sure. Math genius, basically, Okay. So, long story short, this guy has won the lottery 14 fucking times, okay? This is a real story? This is real as hell. Are you sure? 14 fucking times? 14 times. times. First time, he was in Romania. Shit wasn't really doing that well there. There was a lot of war and trouble. So what he did was he... I don't really know how he won, but he won, got his family out, moved to Australia. Once he was in Australia... He won it 12 more times, okay? (laughs) Didn't really explain how, but then they made laws making it so he couldn't pull the shit that he's been pulling. He was was so good at winning the lottery, they made laws around it? incredible. They were like, all right, this guy's obviously fucking us. We're going to figure this out. So then he he preys upon the United States of America. Okay. Okay? And this was in 1992. Um, So basically what he did was he bought every or he figured out a way to get computers to run algorithms that would make sure you can have every possible combination of numbers and back then 
there was a smaller amount of numbers. It was like 44 or 50, not 70. Okay. So he printed out, and back then you also could um, print tickets at home and then bring them to a gas station and pay them, and then they'd just have to like register them. Oh, so what? So they'd be like, okay, here, this ticket, this ticket. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So what this motherfucker did, this beast of a human, he printed out 7.1 million combinations of numbers. Okay. It took three months and a bunch of full-time employees. So from Australia, he shipped all this, all these tickets to America and it turned out to be like three tons of shipping. So it costs $60,000 of just like paper. Yeah. But he's like, he's calculated like, okay, it's going to cost me this much to do this. It's if the jackpot is three times bigger then I'm able to pull this off and make a profit. Right. Well, he does math on the weekends, so, yeah, of course. Yeah, dude, the guy's a fucking beast. Okay. Okay, and he, like, got a bunch of investors to invest in all these pro this project. Um, turns out, ships it to America, hires a bunch of motherfuckers. They send it out to a bunch of gas stations. They're turning them in. They're paying for it. Um, he ends up winning the grand prize. It was, like, $27 million. He won six second prizes, 132 third prizes, and thousands of other minor prizes. So, all this shit. What? Yeah, it's an insane... I never even thought about it, to be honest. Like, what if you just bought every combination possible? But now they don't... It's impossible, they explain, because you can't print them at home. It would take too long to buy them and, like, figure it all out, fill them out by hand. would take forever. Because of this motherfucker. Exactly. So, but also a crazy part about it was, so this night before they're doing the drawing, um, one of the gas stations that they turned in like thousands of tickets to, they like bailed on, um, putting in the tickets. They're like, dude, this is like too insane. And so he only got 5.5 million of the 7.1. So it put his chances from a hundred percent to 78%. Yeah. But he still fucking nailed it. So Yeah. So he won $27 million and then 900000 in secondary prizes. And in the end, he ended up fucking everyone over. Now he lives a quiet life Good. somewhere on an Stick island. Stick it to the fucking man. Yeah, well, what a beast, dude. 14 times. I don't know. I well, Okay, so he did that in Australia before he did all of this shenanigans? Yeah, he was murking Australia. He was, was he doing the same shit in Australia, or yeah, did he just win? Oh, I don't know. They just said he won it 12 times in Australia, and then they put laws up. So then he was like, all right, America, get ready. Dude, I was reading about, like, the odds of winning the Mega Millions, and it was like, so if you walk outside and get struck by lightning, um, shit gold bricks, and then get struck by lightning again, and then turn around, get hit by a car, survive, get hit by yeah. another car that is made of lightning. It's, it's like, dude, it's the, That's the named odds. white lightning. <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> like it's it's unreal the odds of winning yeah. the lottery. And I and I like I always want to take the optimistic viewpoint of like, why can't I be that guy? You know? Why can't I be that one motherfucker? Who got hit by white lightning and then struck by lightning, <laughs> snorted then, some yeah, white lightning, snorted some white lightning, and then shit a gold brick. <laughs> like, why can't I be that guy? I was, I was fairly confident in myself that I was going to be a billionaire. Yeah, I really, I went to bed angry, which I usually try not to do. I didn't get a single number right. I got, I hit one. Did you? So, yeah, seventy. Did you get like thirty cents? Nothing. Nothing, huh? Nothing. 
Oh, wasn't it some bullshit? If you get like three of the numbers, you get ten dollars. Yeah, it's bullshit. What the dude. fuck is yeah, that? It's bullshit. I don't know. You know, good for the guy who won. I'm not. I don't know math. I don't know statistics. Good for this guy. Yeah, Stephen Mandel. If you want to Google his story, it's kind of fascinating. Okay, so uh, wiki quickie here. <clears throat> How much do you know about World War Two, my friend? Uh, I kind of know a little bit. Okay. How much do you know about penicillin? I, c- I know that I cannot get the illin to stop. <laughs> Amoxicillin is just not real enough, but that's about it. <laughs> okay. Well, it turns out they go hand in hand. Penicillin in World War II? Yeah. So this is just the Wikipedia on penicillin. Okay. So penicillin, of course, is a group of antibiotics. We all kind of know what that is eh, for the most part. Um, so penicillin was discovered in 1928 by a Scottish scientist, Alexander Fleming. Okay. And people began using it to treat infections in 1942, which is during World War II. Synonymous. With right. World War II. Exactly. The mechanism of penicillin, by the way, is um, essentially the drug breaks down the cell walls of bacteria until their insides uh, ooze out and then the bacteria die. Just, you know, fun fact. They kind of they, they poke holes in the bacteria and then they die. Wow. Yeah. That's actually cool. Yeah. So that's how penicillin works. So here's the story in regards to World War II. By, 19, by the late 1940s, oh, Jesus, I already fucked up. By late 1940. Okay. In 1940. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You're okay. The Oxford team under Howard Florey devised a method of mass producing the drug, and they traveled to the U.S., him and his team, in order to interest pharmaceutical companies to produce the drug. Okay, and thank God they did because in July of 1943, again, World War II is really fucking heating up. It's Things are getting pretty chaotic strong, in 1943. Strong. Okay, there's this thing called the World, the War Production Board. Whoa. Yeah, in the U.S., I guess you know when it, when you're in war times, the government can kind of just tell industries to like make guns, make things, whatever. Ah, the WPB bad boys. Huh? The, yeah, the Dubs PB. Those bad boys. Huh? <laughs> so they drew up a plan for the mass distribution of penicillin stocks to only allied troops fighting in Europe. Boom. Dude, back-to-back World War champs. Right? That'd be the reason. So during World War II, penicillin made a huge difference in the number of deaths and amputations caused by infection wounds among allied forces, saving an estimated 12 to 15% of lives. Which, in war, that's a big... That's huge. That's huge. Oh, if you take fatalities... That's a massive number. There is, this isn't part of the Wikipedia article, but um, I did a little bit of digging myself. There is a, I, I can't say, you know, correlation doesn't mean causation, but by the time that penicillin was introduced, um, the the U.S. or uh, the Allied forces started doing a whole lot better. Wow. So I don't know if that's coincidence. Yeah, dude. Shout out to, um, what's the guy's name? To- Flemmer. Oh, well, yeah, there's two guys. So Fleming. Fleming Fleming created it, and then Howard Florey went to the U.S. And, Heroes, uh, man. Yeah, thank God for him. Good shit, dude. So then essentially, uh, after World War II, I guess Australia was the first to make the country, or to make the um, drug available for civilian use. But then after that, penicillin was made available to the general public in the U.S. in March of 1945. Hey. So World War II was kind of the trial for penicillin in... By God, it worked. Just in time for summer, man. That's what's up. <laughs> just in time <laughs> for summer? Yeah, just in time for summer, dude. Nice. I like it. Dude, I mean, how revolutionary is penicillin, though? Think about it. 
it cures a lot of shit. Anything bacteria. So STDs. Yeah, that's at huge. least at least the good ones. You know, yeah, chlamydia, yeah. gonorrhea, the easy ones, the easy ones, yeah. the good stuff. Well, they're easy because penicillin. God bless penicillin. You know, I yeah. think that's a new sponsor. Penicillin. Yeah, we'll, we'll contact their people. <laughs> Dude, well, it should because you're supposed to use antibiotics pretty sparingly, of course, because like you hear doctors say, like finish your prescribed dosage regardless of if you're feeling better, whatever. And that's because bacterial resistance. Right, ah, um, that's a whole new. It's a whole different animal. ball game. Yeah. But I will say that that's a big part of that bacterial resistance is because of me, my friend. I take penicillin as a daily supplement. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> is that why your shoulders are Dude, a little that's, bigger? Yeah, I'm looking bigger. Damn. Penicillin also makes you taller. You know what? <laughs> I'm oh fuck, bro! I was about to jump out of this hot tub. About to find, rip, rip my room apart, find my stash. I, yeah, see ya, bro. I'm buying fucking mad heaps of penicillin. That. So when you take like your protein, it's really just penicillin, penicillin. powder. God, it's just penicillin. That's why you don't share it with me. Yeah. I mean, yo, I've, I'm STD. Actually, fun fact, and this is real as shit. Thought I had an STD one time, right? So, I, you know, I I took a piss. It kind of burnt, kind of okay. hurt. So I was like, oh, let's get this checked out before it's too late. Okay. Right? Because um, I have not cut my dick off yet. Yeah, yeah. I pee out my ass. So... <laughs> We're cool, but anyway. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I went in and uh, to like this little like clinic inside Walmart, and they, um, this lady, super nice, very nice, very um, uh, open to young males potentially having STDs. You okay. know, it wasn't her first rodeo. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, she's been around the block. Right. So I walk in. I'm like, yo, like whatever. I think I might have an STD. Like, fix me. So fix I like, me. I think I like peed into a cup or whatever. They're gonna send it to a lab. But she's like, yeah. In the meantime. We're going to give you a shot of penicillin in the ass. Ooh. And I was like, word. Are you trying to turn me on? Right I was, now? Yeah. <laughs> you want me to bend over yeah. right here? Uh, like, meanwhile, my pants are already down. Really? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Okay. But, uh, no, and then I got the results back, and I didn't even have an STD, but I got a shot of penicillin in the ass. So it was, like, the best of both worlds. So from that day forward, your life has been very, I've, very different. I've only supplemented with penicillin. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm jumping on this train, bro. It sounds dope. It's a it's a really good time, bro. I'm healthy. I'm in. You know, the the bacteria don't appreciate the penicillin poking holes in their shit. Sounds awesome. You know, I'm my fucking in. My gut microbiome is fucked. I only have diarrhea, but you know, hey man, it's just the price you pay. Yeah. I mean, you know, some things don't come easy. Right. If you got to take pills, penicillin every day, you got to take penicillin every day. I mean, I bleed from my insides, but that's, that's like, fine. that's fine. <laughs> dude, you're looking ripped. You ever had Chipotle? It's fine. Exactly, dude. My physique is, yeah. has never been better. Yeah, you're fine, dude. I haven't been sick since 1943. Don't worry about the small stuff, man. <laughs> Don't sweat the small yeah, stuff. Yeah, uh, So, yeah, that's, uh, we got a little off topic there, but that was the wiki quickie. Penicillin played a huge role in World War II. Fucking mark that in your books. If you don't believe me, look that shit up. All right? If you, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I actually have a ad. Oh, okay. Yep. Got to make gotta money. Got to read this. Got to yep. make. Got to make the fucking money. Okay. So here we go. This week we are brought to you by Tamagotchi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, Tamagotchi. Okay. No, Res- I'm listening. Responsibility is a pre- pretty big deal, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, 
But there doesn't seem to be any guidelines on how to kind of navigate it, you know? Right? Uh, how to navigate responsibility? Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. There's no real guidelines. There's not really a book. Okay? Right, right, right. So that's why I love this product, because it gets you prepared. Prepared for that first pet turtle, and then the dog, and then paying fucking taxes. Taxes. Okay? It's beautiful. I don't even know what taxes are. I Yeah, well, get a Tamagotchi, bro. So they've been an awesome sponsor. They've been an awesome plug because if you use the promo code TUBTALK, go to their website, you will get a free Tamagotchi, no charge, nothing. Free shipping, free handling, free Tamagotchi, man. If you want to get ready to have your first dog, pay your taxes, make babies, mm-hmm. paint a fence, whatever mm-hmm. you're trying to do, dude, get a Tamagotchi first, okay? okay? Um, not familiar? No. What they're, is it? Uh, I, I think I, they they might have shipped some over. I might have yeah, missed it. Yeah, uh, yeah, we haven't opened it. Uh, I thought Tama is Tamagotchi a person? No, because <laughs> no, no, I thought no. that that's, no, I thought no. it was gonna be like a sushi it, place down the street. For sure, man. definitely a chance, but no. It's Nagasaki those, Tamagotchi. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, those little fucking keychains that where you raise the pet. Dude. <laughs> Dude, like a like a chia pet type thing. Kind oh, no, no, no. Of, no I'm thinking of not, a... not not fauna. It's electronic little keychain, oh. and you raise your little pet, and it can die. Yes, it's like a it's a it's a tiny Game Boy. It, yeah. Yes. Right. Sure. A hundred percent. That's a good way to put it. Um, I think. It's but it's be- a way you raise a little, uh, yeah. a, a virtual I animal. Know. I don't know what kind of animal. I still got to <laughs> break mine open. So I think uh, it's become very clear that you need to fucking open the package yeah. and, s- and start raising your Tamagotchi. Yeah, Yo, listen, brother. this one's on me, dog. You, yeah, that that my, came out of left field, but bad, it shouldn't dude. have. No, it shouldn't have. No, that's that's on me. I mean, I don't, I'm going to actually show you a picture. I really thought <laughs> when you first said that Tamagotchi, I was like, okay. You met someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See? Yeah, see, it's a, it's a mini Game yeah. Boy. For, for those of you listening, I know we're going to get videos up, but, uh, yeah, it's basically a keychain that you raise at a pet. <laughs> hot, hot in the 1998s, 2000s. But about to make a huge comeback. Oh, yeah, bro. That's, okay. And it starts with Hot Tub Talks. Exactly. And that's why they fucking plugged us. Man, I wish I had a Tamagotchi before our dog. Yeah, I mean, that's you why know? she's fucking screwed up. But, yeah. you know, I'm glad they reached out. So. Yeah. Okay, well, hey, Onward that's Onward and forward. No, let's, let's move on. Onward um, and forward. So we do have some voicemails and emails, but my friend, just for me, you know, it's been a long week. Your favorite section? My favorite segment, dude. You know, I, I think it, it's been a good week for the most part, but it can always be better. It can always be better. Do you have something to inspire me? Yeah, I think I do, bro. And once again, I don't really know if this is something like, oh, what an inspiring quote. But it's just, it's a good thing for people to kind of think about and digest. Right. Okay. okay. So Hit that's me. kind of been the theme these last two weeks. So I forget who said it and I meant to look it up, but. <laughs> You know, my bad. Um, (laughs) But the guy, he's a really successful guy. And he says, amazing how successful you can become if you just consistently avoid being stupid versus trying to outsmart everybody else. Holy shit. And I thought that was cool. Are we doing that? No, no. We're we're consistently being stupid, trying to outstupid stupid. Amazing how successful you can become if you just consistently avoid being stupid. Versus trying to outsmart everybody else. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of fucking people out there that are a lot smarter than me. 
And I'm not trying to act uh, like I'm yeah, smarter. Don't outsmart anyone. Just avoid being stupid. See, but how do you do that? We're going to learn, bro. You feel me on that? The, I, the I more I think about not being stupid, the more I realize how fucking stupid I am. Yeah, but then you can avoid understanding those okay. stupidities. So I'm just not going to speak or move. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Perfect. All right, moving on here. So we got some voicemails and emails. Uh, should we start off with a little voicemail? Yeah, let's do it, man. Okay. Hey, guys, it's me again. Just had a quick question. Uh, I've been having pains in my side, and uh, every time it happens, I think, oh, God, it's, it's here. It's appendicitis. Um, and then it goes away. So I was just kind of curious, do you guys have any experience with uh, appendicitis or, uh, you know, new, uh, well, when is it? When is it real? When is it my time? But, yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. So I actually have a beautiful story about this. Do you? Due to the fact that I had a appendectomy when I was in the third grade. Wow. So. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, I mean, if this guy has ever heard of the game Zelda, you know Zelda? Sure. You know yeah, how yeah. she wields a sword? Sure. So say Zelda were to put her sword into piping hot lava, mm. okay? And then she were to blindfold you mm-hmm. and basically spin you upside down. Are you trying to turn me on? What's going on? A little bit. But listen, okay. this is when it gets ugly. So Zelda puts you in one of those things where you can turn upside down and you're like tied to it, you know? Yeah, I'm into that. And then Dabs the knife through your asshole up into your stomach. Yeah, no, you lost me on that That's one. when you know you have appendicitis. Because <laughs> that's what it feels like. And the, the funny story about this is I was in third grade, so I was a little kid. Like, obviously, I'm kind of hard to believe, I assume, when I'm screeching in pain. And I'm like, Mom, yo, my stomach fucking hurts. And she was just like... Oh, drink some apple juice and try to go to the bathroom. And I was like, listen, lady, I've been trying to shit for the last six days and it still fucking kills. So it turns out I go to the doctor. They're like, yeah, bro, you need to rush this guy to the hospital. Uh, His appendix is leaking fluid, which is terrible. Yeah, not good. So went to the hospital. They saved it before it burst. But, you know, I'm alive. So there you go. So to answer your question, listener, um, probably go to the hospital. Probably go to the ER. Yeah, but a lot of people go, and then the doctor just pushes a fart out of you. Yeah, I was so going to say. I think my description of Zelda and all that shit kind of will... If okay. you, you'll know, when you know, you know. Kind of thing, dude. <laughs> okay. Like, when you know, you know. I do. My only experience with this is uh, my, my brother, I guess, like for 24 hours was in a lot of pain, just like you. And then my mom was ready to take him to the hospital, and then he farted. Exactly. It was just like, nah, I'm straight. It's either you have to fart or you have serious case of appendicitis. It's a tough line. It's a thin line. But you'll know when you know. Yeah. Oh, you'll know. You'll know, dude. All right. A little email here. And this is from Dale from Cleveland. He was on last week. Love this guy. Yeah. So, um... The, uh, the the subject line is, I put a bow on my penis and took a picture of it. Oh. <laughs> Please rate one out of ten and send back. Nice. Thank God when I opened it, it's it has nothing to do with a penis. Okay. okay. But anyways, thanks, Dale. Appreciate that. You kind of gave me a heart attack there. <clears throat> it goes, sup, fuckers. There are some weird-ass people in my office. No sense in trying to sugarcoat it. A particularly, particularly odd fellow fills his cup with boiling water from the nozzle on the side of the large coffee maker. He's a short, homely man. 
Uh, homely? Uh, homie? Home? I don't know. He's a short man. Keep going. He's a short man who wears dirty clothes more often than not, and he refills his cup a couple times a day. When I asked him about it, he claimed he was trying to cut back on coffee, so he only drinks really hot water all day. How fucking psycho of a move is this? And have you ever seen something that made you question whether a person is a serial killer? Yeah, that's odd. Yeah. That's odd. Uh, Damn. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what to do and what not to do, but I will say for sure. Avoid eye contact. Yeah, avoid (laughs) eye contact. Um, and if he ever, if he ever talks to you, just be very nice, yeah. but also be brief, brief and nice. Yeah. Avoid eye contact. No prolonged, um, conversations. Don't talk about your personal life with him, but again, be nice. hundred percent. Be nice. Cause, um, when, when things hit the fan, you don't want to be, you know, the first victim. You don't want to be the fan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. But wait, 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 wait. Actually, yep. I'm trying to think of other characteristics of a serial killer. Um, pouring milk in before your cereal. 100%. There we go. Yep. I love it. Okay. Uh, can we do another voicemail? Yep. Onward and forward. We'll wait for air traffic control to stop trying to sabotage our podcast. Thanks, guys. Um, That's the fucking kiddie pool podcast God, guy. Yeah. Just sending large drones. <laughs> They're yeah. not even fucking planes. Yeah, just sabotage. Son of a bitch. All right. So here we go. Oh, I almost just fell in this hot tub. It's okay. Okay. Average Jays, what's going on? Thanks for having me on. Huge fan of the podcast. I'm listening for a couple weeks now. Really appreciate your takes on these current events with a, an aquatic approach. I know I've never felt more represented by a foreign media before, so thanks for that. Uh, and in light of some of the more recent topics, you guys have covered, I'd love to really pick your brains and, and open a discussion about a major phenomenon dominating our current culture. And that, of course, is the use of cryptocurrencies for production and mass online spreading of cat porn. Uh-huh. I, I know I'm not the only one who has noticed and unfortunately experienced this growing trend, but, you know, I, I'd just love to see what you guys have to say about it, it's, growing, uh, it's growing use on our social media platforms, that is the, the Facebooks, Twitters, and the Pornhub chat forms. And, 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 you know, I'd also love to hear what you guys ultimately think this means for American culture and our feline fetish. So, uh, thanks, guys. Okay, well, that, I mean, that's a quick one and an easy one. So I'm well-versed in the Pornhub uh, chat room. <laughs> yeah, okay. you're, you're actually known as kind of the elder. Yeah, as far I mean, as I'm concerned. Listen, some people have hobbies, um, and, yeah. you know, some, some, some hobbies are different. Yeah, right? I get it. Um, so that is the only place I've actually... Um, really come in contact with the cryptocurrency uh, being used for cat porn. Okay. Um, and it is a real thing. I Let me, I got to actually clear this up considering you are an elder of the chat rooms. Sure. Is this, is this a, um, constricted to domestic cat porn or are we talking wild cats? Are we talking mountain lions? Are we talking actual lions? Right, right, right. It is almost domestic. It is almost exclusively domestic. So keep it domestic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Which is it's fine. And you know what? Um, In in the wake of, uh, for example, hip hop, a lot of the 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 mumble rappers, little little Zan, yeah, all those kind of guys. Whatever that dude, the the guy that ate the bunch of flaming hot Cheetos and had to go to the hospital. Yeah, peep. Anyways, yeah, little little peep, little pump pumping peep. Yeah. Sure. Anyways, um, I think as a culture, we just need to really embrace it. I mean, uh, unless it's, you know, directly harming you or, uh, you know, those around you, I, I don't I don't see the issue with it. Uh, and to be honest, as far as domestic cats go, um, sexuality wise, they really don't 
they don't seem to mind it. Um, okay. Well, so that that was going to be my thing. I was going to come with kind of an approach of if you are forcing these felines to oh no ma- make nope. you money nope. or there's there's, there's no force in intercourse there's... and that's going to be a problem. Also, right. you know what's going to happen? I think we're America just kind of wants more and more and more, right. and I think we're going to move on to like goddamn. I don't hamsters, know. Probably. Hamster sex, like yeah. some kind of sick fucked up shit. So Right. Well just maybe keep your eye keep your head on a swivel. I know we've preached that. Um as for using Bitcoin to buy this kinda yeah, there's yeah. there's no problem with that. It, the, the, yeah. the, the Bitcoin's not the issue. <laughs> you might as well okay. spend it on something. So. Right. And um, you know, if you were to ask PETA instead of me, you'd probably get a different answer. But um well, you know, I was kinda trying to come with the PETA approach. Right. Well, you know, for me, I think uh just kinda comes with anything new. Um as of right now, it's it's a fairly unregulated realm. Okay? Yeah. And down the road there will have to be legislature. <laughs> yeah. There will have to be um yep. you know, certain certain yeah. Conducts. You gotta um, you gotta hit some marks. Exactly. Post some videos. Plus, I mean, let's talk about the workplace environment for these cats. Yeah. <laughs> let's. You know what I mean? Let's just let's keep let's keep everything standard. I mean, I don't. We don't want a I whole me too thing to go on with with cats. I now. just hope there's screening. I hope there's there should STD be testing. I hope penicillin is flowing through those flowing. offices. Um. <laughs> Absolutely flowing. <laughs> Anyways. Um, awesome. Yeah. Great. So, great voicemail. Um, uh, we have an email here. Out. Email here. Um, hey, Average Jays, curious to know, would you rather be able to see 10 minutes into your own future or 10 minutes into the future of anyone but yourself? Again, that's kind of an easy one for me. It's going to be the future of, of anyone but myself. Oh, really? Because if it's anyone, I assume that means everyone besides myself. I can look into the future of anyone besides myself, including people that I'm with, so I can also see where I am in 10 minutes based off of what I see in their future. Wow. Boom. You kind of hack that one. You like that? So I have two thoughts on this. First things first, if I could see 10 minutes into anyone else's future, I would see 10 minutes into a guy who's about to invent like Snapchat and shit when that idea plugs in his brain and then I'm going to beat him to it. That's a, that's a quick timeline though. Yeah. Okay. And then I want to see 10 minutes into my future because... I would have bought the Mega Millions ticket, realized it was a fake. Actually, 10 minutes isn't going to be 10 minutes. All right, I'm going to go with your answer because that was fucking killer. You like that? Dope. Moving on. Um, Would you rather, because there's there's two more, would you rather be a giant hamster or a tiny rhino? (laughs) This is nice because I'm kind of like a giant hamster. You're a little bit of a tiny rhino. I was just going to say I'm legitimately a tiny rhino, so to get a different perspective. Well, just to get a different perspective, I'd be a giant hamster, but right. I'm a billion percent a tiny rhino. I think I'd want to be a tiny rhino. I, dude, welcome to my world. Um, that one's good. You're, hey, <laughs> I am a tiny rhino, <laughs> I so think, I could do a documentary on that. Look, if if you said, would you rather be a giant hamster or Justin Butler? Yeah, it's, a, it's synonymous. Justin Butler, so, for sure. Here we go. Uh, and then last one, would you rather smell like B.O. for seven years or intense, that's on caps lock, by the way, intense Axe body spray for two years? So let me, let me do it again. B.O. for seven years or Axe body spray for two years? All right. You mind? Yeah, please. Okay, so if my name was, you know, that whole Brad Chad fad, mm-hmm. say my name's Chad and I'm in the dopest frat in the dopest school, 
I'm choosing Axe. Those two years of my frat life are gonna be wild. Okay, so there's my answer. Uh, I'm I've I've always been a big proponent of. Don't get it the wrong way. Okay, just hear me out. Okay, a little bit of Musk never hurt anyone. Yeah. Okay, Pheromones, baby. and that's yeah, that's scientifically proven. Pheromones, baby. But straight up body odor, no, 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 no. Axe body spray. I know. I know from my middle school years. That shit's fire. Yeah, dude. That's fire. You should see me when I'm at my frat house in my prime, bro. Yeah. Reeking of axe. Yeah. It's, that brings you back to prom. It's functioning every second of every minute. <laughs> so God bless. So yeah, the answer is axe body spray for two years. So thank you so much. Seriously. Voicemails. Let's get it done. All right. Hey, Average Jays. Following up on my voicemail from last week. Oh, I just listened nice. to your latest episode. Overall, I was underwhelmed. No, but you gave some it. great advice, and I will accept my friend's new boyfriend because she's happy. Okay. All right. Moving All right. on, I have another issue that I'd like to run past you. I think your third party outsider, totally unobjective perspective could be good. Okay. I have a little brother who's a senior in high school. Our parents are going out of town for the weekend in a couple of weeks and asked me to house it for them. My little brother totally wants to throw a party, and I don't really feel comfortable letting him. What do you think? Also note, I'm in my 20s, and I don't really want to be liable for a bunch of 17-year-olds. Thanks so much. Okay, fair. What did you say about housing six of them? No, she's house-sitting. Oh, how, Jesus, sorry. So My bad. Okay, completely fair in terms of not wanting to be liable for a bunch of fucking 17-year-olds. Absolutely. But I, I, I think me and you together could find a middle ground to make both parties happy. I agree. My first reaction to that was throw the fuck down. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely I'm coming back from that. Yeah. Um, when I was in high school... My parents went out of town, and um, every time they'd go out of town, I'd be shipped off to fucking Lord knows whose house, okay? They didn't trust us, okay? It's me and two older brothers. Yeah. Don't trust me, right? But in high school, they're like, all right, fuck it, right? We kind of convinced them. We're like, listen, we're old. We're not going to have parties. It's all good. Um, Ended up having a three-day party, okay? Really fucked up my house. It was a really good time. Um, But ultimately, we cleaned my house and fixed things because things were broken, for almost 24 hours before my parents came home. And once they came home, I, to me, I thought it was flawless. Thought it was pristine. Thought we did a great job. They walked in that door and immediately their jaws dropped. Well, that was your 17-year-old <laughs> brain. That was, that. exactly. So I would say you need to, don't, don't not let a party happen, first off. I agree. But you need to frame it so that your brother has some ownership in the liability. So maybe you go to a friend's house for a night and you say, listen, you take full responsibility of tonight if you fuck up the house, if you mess up, this is 100% on you, and I trust you to not mess up. Damn. Have, have a couple people over. Don't make it over 20, 5, 25 people, and just try your fucking ass off to be responsible. Most importantly, whatever you break, you fucking own up to it. That's what I would say. I uh, I like how you have this perspective because that's that's leaning towards having a lot of trust. Yeah, it's a huge trust factor. Yep. And you would have to figure out a way for him to become liable if things got out of hand. Right. I don't know how that comes into play in your thoughts. Yeah. But here's my I'm gonna give 
I'm gonna give a different side of the spectrum here. Okay, so this, your parents' house is no longer a democracy. This is a fucking dictatorship, okay? <laughs> you are goddamn Putin or True. Mussolini, whoever you wanna be, mm -hmm. okay? So you tell this little fuck, hey brother, you can definitely have people over, you know, have a few beers with your buddies. I don't know what they want to do. Smoke some weed. I don't know what you're into or what he's into. Maybe keep them sober. Who knows? But anyway, keep them in the fucking basement. Okay? Hopefully her parents oh, has a basement. Oh, restrict them. Yeah. So, hey, yeah, you can have this many people over. You guys can hang out in the basement. Tell as ladies you want. Hang out. Do whatever. Me and my girls, we're going to be upstairs doing our thing. Oh, So we're kind of like monitoring what's up. Like, let people in. You guys can go downstairs. You can play games, do whatever the fuck. But you just know me and my girls are upstairs. Shit gets out of hand, brother. I'm throwing down because I'm the dictator. That Okay, so very similar angles but a little different i like yours more yeah it's just a little more like she has kind of her sights on what the fuck's happening okay so rules lay down some strict rules and regulations and have them be non-negotiable yeah okay so, and rather than me saying go to your friend's place that was stupid shouldn't have yeah, said that i wouldn't leave the scene yeah no <laughs> definitely, that, yeah, definitely do not I leave mean, the scene different opinions are important um yeah okay restrict geographically where he can be and then you be there with some friends. And also, you have fun, too. Dude, you're the eye in the sky. You know? Yeah, have some fun. Do, do your thing. You're the eye in the sky. Put little homeboy in the basement. All's well that ends well. I will say... And make that fucker clean up in the morning the whole house. And yes. And you ladies should trash the shit out of the upstairs. Yes. And be like, sorry, brother. Um, I'm the dictator, so clean. And that was one of the conditions that is, again, non-negotiable. Yeah. The worst case scenario <laughs> would be that you and your friends... Upstairs, having a good time, having a little wine night, whatever. End up getting way more rowdy than them downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then the roles kind of changed. <laughs> so it. just be careful as far as you go. Definitely you have fun. Thank you for calling. Please let us know what happens because I'm actually intrigued on which decision you decide. The last advice was really terrible. So I'm surprised you got anything I, out of that. You know, but. I thought I kind of did okay. And I could have said more. I did terrible. Well, what I wanted to add to your last voicemail real quick is that you should maybe set a day where two days a week where you and your homegirl go out, just you two and whoever else, other girls, and you guys hang out, have a good time, no boyfriends, no bullshit. And then that maybe give you, that will give you a way to kind of see her, catch up with her, hang out with her, and not have to deal with homeboy. Amen. So anyway. And that was for the boyfriend that you don't like? Yeah, 100%. That lives with, uh, anyways. So here we go. Moving We've on. got another one. Hello. Um, my name is Eugene Alcott. My grandson put this podcast on before he left two weeks ago, and it's been playing on the episodes on a loop ever since. I can't get the damn thing to turn off. Well, I guess since I have you here, not by choice, I'll ask a question. When I was in the war, I was stationed deep in Germany in a foxhole for 47 days. It was me... Johnny Shortstack and Billy Bigfoot. I couldn't have asked for a better hole. So as you were stuck for 47 days in the dead of winter with daily crowd artillery barrages, what two people would you choose to stick it out with and why? Keep in mind these people have to be entertaining, reliable, and be a good lookout when you have to fondle, fondle your flagpole. We were stuck in a hole without female contact for 47 days. 
your hand starts to look mighty fine after day three. <laughs> My only rule is that you two fairies can't choose each other. I didn't fight the Nazi scum for two poofs to have an anal extravaganza in a six-foot hole. You can choose celebrities, athletes, your mother, or in your case, Jared, maybe your half-Jewish dog. Make it entertaining. Sometimes I think of being in that foxhole, fighting off the Germans and trench foot at the same time was more bearable than listening to this disgraceful hogwash. Holy shit. Let's go, touch on that last part, man. Good thing penicillin was a, was around, yeah. huh? Jeez, that dude bro. probably that dude probably I has that on that. an IV. <laughs> dude, he that guy's a he's a hardcore man. Okay, so let's uh let's summarize 47 days 47 days two people all right i'm going monica Lewinsky. oh shit you know he said things about flagpoles correct yeah 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 yeah. and his hand looking mighty fine after three days (laughs) (laughs) and then i'm gonna choose um (laughs) dude i'm putting joe rogan in there are you 100 percent yeah me, Monica, and Joe. All right. Well, I'm uh, I'm personally gonna do Brandon Gertz. Shout mm. out. Brandon yeah. Gertz is no doubt gonna be my corner for any sort of fucked up situation. That's a good look. Okay. Um, Brandon good for Gertz. The brand. Yeah. No. It, <laughs> it <laughs> good is. For the brand. It is. Um, and then, man, let's see. Britney Spears, Brandon Gertz. You're my two. Call him. Text him. <laughs> Love him it. Know. Uh, what do we do? Any any more voicemails? I don't think so. We're good. We're good. We're covered. All right. Well, uh, next week's challenge is to do a float tank. To do two float tanks. Two float tanks during the week. Done one before. I have not. Yeah. Can you describe yeah. kind of what it is and why it's beneficial? So it's basically a tank, basically, and the water in it is the same temperature as the surface of your skin so you're not supposed to feel it and it's very buoyant because there's a lot of salt okay and you just float and it's dark as fuck so you have no like sensory vision you can't hear anything it's soundproof you can't feel anything there's zero stimulus zero stimulus it's all your fucking brain and you just sit in there and float it's trippy as fuck man so ultimately the float tank You're pretty much, it's just your brain because you get rid of exactly. all the sensories. Exactly. Right? So you're, it's just your brain thinking. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Do you think about anything in particular or just let thoughts come in and let, out? You're, you don't have a choice. Whatever you want to think about is what you're going to think about. Like Holy you don't shit. choose to think about shit. It's, it is kind of like thoughts will just rush into your brain. Like when I first did it, my first initial reaction because the water was kind of moving, I was like swaying back and forth and it my brain just kept picturing me floating down a river. I like that. It was really trippy, but a lot of things were coming through my head. It was a good experience, man. It's cool as fuck. Well, listen, I'm at a point in my life where I'm trying to figure some stuff out, you know? Yeah, yeah Dive yeah. deep into sort of who I am, because for some reason, I don't completely know that, I feel like. I, I, I know a good por- I, a portion, right? I understand right? that. But, um, so part of me is like, dude, should I go to the mountains and trip shrooms? Should I do a float tank? I'm hoping I get some beneficial stuff out of this. I definitely think it's helpful okay. and you feel really relaxed after well i'm gonna we're gonna get two floats in and it's gonna be glorious hopefully we learn a thing or two about ourselves and get some good thoughts in and out of our brains 
and uh, we'll keep you updated as always. So if we miss anything, if you want to tune in to next you know podcast, it's going to be a great one. We're going to do something special. Yeah, 15th episode is huge. We're going to do some shit to up this fucking game a little bit. And the thing is, we don't know exactly what that is. We have a lot of good ideas right now, but it, it, I promise you, kind of like the Brandon Gertz sponsorship, it's going to be revolutionary. Yep. Follow us, Hot Tub Talks, on Instagram, at Hot Tub Talks, and then shoot us emails at Hot Tub Talks Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, feel free to hit the hotline, the voicemail line, at star 67 5408. And for those of you who didn't have a childhood, that star six seven means that you're completely anonymous. Yep. We get a voicemail that says unknown. It says, yeah, no caller ID, and then the voicemail's unknown. What's that number again? Star six seven three zero three four seven eight five four zero eight 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 eight. Thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, we're gonna leave you off with a good old song. This a is banger. This is Buddy by Shine. Nope, other way around. This is Shine by Buddy. Driving to the fog with my high beams, putting on my visine. Let me tell you just what I seen. Angels falling from the sky. I just hope that they can take me back to where the pearly gates be. And I've been counting down the days because I know we gotta die soon. That just means I get to fly soon. And I know I'm not the only one out here that's not afraid. Alrighty, alrighty, well, I'm finally on my way. I know I can't feel it, got testing my faith. And if I don't hurry, I might be too late. Even with all of this darkness in my grave, I still can't help but shine. I can't help but shine. I still can't help but shine. And we can't help but shine. I can't help but shine. I can't help but shine. I still can't help but shine. Since I was a little baby, this has been amazing. Thankful for the light you gave me. With every step and every breath, know that I've been living by you. Lord, just tell me what should I do? And I've been counting down the days, cause pretty soon this will be all gone. And you're the one that I'ma call on. And that's how I know I'll be free and won't be locked inside a cage. Alright, alright, and now I'm finally on my way. I know I can't feel if God testing my faith. And if I don't hurry, I might be too late. Even with all of this darkness in my grave, I still can't help but shine. I can't help but shine. I still can't help but shine. And we can't help but shine. I can't help but shine. I can't help but shine. I still can't help but shine. You see it. Hey, we can't help but shine. You see it. Hey, I can't help but get up. I promised my family, told them that I'm about to take it a whole nother level. These 
niggas that stay in my city be getting all crazy, but I never settle. And I'm making my way to heaven while all of my homies been facing the devil. And speak of the devil, that nigga trying to get in my brain, so I roll my weed to ease my mind a bit. Mind a bit, sometimes I pace myself and take my time with it, time with it. Plus, I be staying on track like a locomotive, and I'm planning to make it. So it doesn't matter if you never notice, I'm in the making. And I close my eyes sometimes and dive in the pool of my dreams. And I've been searching far and high and wide until I found my wings. You gotta be crazy if you say you fly as high as I do. As soon as I make it to the pearly gates, I'm praying that they don't make it up. I can't help but shine. Shine. You see, hey, still can't help but shine.